0: Good morning, and welcome to Love, Death, and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Brant. Happy Tuesday to all of y'all out there. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. And finding ways to add light and love and positivity to our crazy world. I'm going to jump into today's topic. Because it's one that I like, I sit and think about. Different times in my life that I feel like have been defining moments in my life. Ones that, you know, from from this point on, things are differently, you know? Things are going to be different. You're going to feel differently. All that. So, it is four years... Ago that I went in to the hospital to have my brain tumor removed, and for one, that is absolutely mind blowing that it's been four years. Like, I cannot believe that that is that's now. Like, where did four years go? Like, I seriously don't know. Um, but you know, I, I go into the hospital, I have my tumor removed. And leading up to this, I mean, this is, this has started in March that I started having problems. And it took us, you know, months to try and figure out what was going on. And then we find out what it is. And I get all this scheduled and we get everything in place. And, you know, If if you're just you, or you just have a significant other, planning a major surgery is... Like, it's... There's things you have to do, you know? And, like, schedule. But it's, it's a little less crazy, just because it's just you, essentially, that you're having to worry about. You know, I... Got everything ready... With Koi. And... got things lined up to have help with him while I was in the hospital. We made this little chart thing for him, you know, once we got home because I wasn't going to be able to do as much, so he was going to have to do more, you know? So, like, every, every single detail that I possibly could have covered during this time, I did. And so, you know, we get up there, um... They do the blood work. They get all the stuff like prepped. And you know we're just kind of waiting for labs. You know they do the like preliminary labs before surgery. And they, they came back in and they're like well. We can't do this surgery today because you're pregnant. And I... I seriously just, like, was in shock. Like, absolute shock. Lowell was in shock. We're just, like, sitting there, like, what the hell? What did you just say? And, you know, all these things are, like, kicking in, like, all these different emotions. And and I just flat out said, I was like... I don't care. Like, can I sign something? Can we just do this? Like, I can't, I can't keep on like this. Like, this isn't, I can't, I can't do this. And they're like, no, we can't just because, um, we don't know how far along you are. And at that point, there could be a risk of you bleeding out or having major complications because... Of the pregnancy. And so we leave the hospital and head to the hospital closer to where we live. And we just go to the ER and say we need to do an ultrasound. And we are waiting. We're waiting in the in the lobby of the ER and you know, I'm feeling all kinds of things, Lobel's feeling kind all kinds of things and we're just like this is not where we thought we were gonna be by this time of day today, you know? And me being my you know chit chatty self. I start talking to a lady that's there waiting and she, she's telling, telling me that, you know, they've been, they have working on trying to get pregnant. They finally got pregnant and she's pretty sure that she's miscarrying. And like you can tell just her heart is breaking and I'm, I'm sitting there like, I get it. I've been there, you know, in my 20s when I did fertility drugs and trying to do all these things to get pregnant and then to get pregnant and lose the baby. And it just, man, it just, it messes with your brain so much and you just want this so bad. And you're just like, what the hell? Why? You know, I remember, you know, sitting there talking to her and then even afterwards, I'm thinking, you know, how crazy is it, how crazy is it that, you know, this woman is sitting there and she wants to be pregnant. And here I am, pregnant, and I don't want to be pregnant at all. We go back, do the ultrasound, and sure enough, I'm pregnant. There's this little dot. <laughs> They're like, there, there's not a heartbeat or anything yet. It's just... it's just a dot. But you are pregnant. And I'm just like... <sighs> I don't know what we're going to do. I don't... I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't... Like, I, I'm... In a lot of ways, at this point, I feel so embarrassed. Because... You know, now we have to tell everyone, oh, by the way, we're not having surgery, but we're pregnant. And that was, that was really hard because, you know, all these messages are coming in and people are checking on us. And then it's like, oh, don't worry, we didn't have the surgery. And they're just like, why? And this is like one of those things that, you know, you're repeating all the time and you just... You don't want to do it because it's, it's hard and it's frustrating and sad. And you're just like, what, what, what am I going to do? Lowell and I, and I, I felt a lot, I felt all these different feelings because I'm just like, I know at some point, you know, Lowell had talked about that he wanted to have kids. And then I was just like, dude, I'm not a, I'm not a baby making machine. Like this stuff is hard. Like I fought to keep, coy here. And it's, I just, I I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do that. You know? I, I felt guilt in feeling, you know, upset about this and shame and all these different feelings. And I'm just like, what, what am I supposed to do? I just, I wanted to feel okay. I've been dealing with this tumor, you know, for the last essentially like six months. And my mental health was so, so just in this really terrible spot. Because, you know, when you're in chronic pain all the time, and I have so much empathy for people who get, you know, migraines all the time or headaches all the time. Because before then, I, I hadn't really understood exactly like how it could be. You know, and I'm I'm having migraines you know, every day. I mean I'd get a few days of non migraines after we'd be going to the ER because I'm so sick. And I just I was so beside myself. Lowell and I started getting into, like, all these different conversations and trying to talk about, like, what we want to do. And, you know, I actually just brought this up the other day. And I said, you know, I I remember being in the parking lot of Cafe Rio and talking to Lowell and Lowell saying, you know, I feel like at this point, if if you were to stay pregnant you know you wouldn't be able to get your tumor easily removed for at least a year I bet and he's like I don't think you can go a year like I I don't even know like how we have got to this point point. and again I'm just like sitting there like like I don't know and he's like you know I feel like at this point if you've stayed pregnant you'd be doing it just for me just, you know, because I've said that I wanted a baby at some point. And then I feel like, you know, you'd potentially have resentment towards me. You could potentially have resentment towards, you know, the baby. All these different things. And, you know, I just sat there and I'm like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like, I could, I could see myself feeling that way just because of... You know, the place I was in. I I was just so sick of hurting. It was just, it was messing with my mental health a lot. So, I look at options. I called my OB and talked to, talk to them. And, you know, then my, my other option is, you know, Planned Parenthood because my, my OB doesn't do anything with abortions and that's also like this weird place that it's like never in a million years would I have thought that I would be getting an abortion that I would want an abortion that I'd be making phone calls I'd be looking things up about options I I never did Because remember, I'm the one who was fighting to get pregnant, to have babies, all these different things. (sighs) Making that decision was so hard. I was already feeling like I was facing so much shame and guilt in so many areas just because of like, it felt shameful or like I felt guilty or all these All these ridiculous feelings in all reality of me just getting pregnant. Because this happens, you know? So, I make the appointment. I go up to Salt Lake. And I watch this whole video, read this whole thing. They give me these pills. Which... To me, like, the pills, they were very similar to, like, the morning-after pill. And so I did this. I took them. And then, you know, I went home. And that, that whole, like, process started. And it was probably, like, the worst period I've ever been on, essentially. That's what it felt like in a lot of ways. Insane amount of cramping. Probably borderline like contraction pain that I felt. Which, you know, I looked up a bunch of the stuff with how the pills worked. And, you know, it's kind of what the body's, what it's putting, doing the, having the body do, you know? I, I didn't talk to very many people about it. Because. Like I said, I just felt like I needed to hide. I needed to be like I just felt shame. Like I was doing something wrong by fighting for my life. It's only been you know, the last handfuls of years that I've slowly started talking about it more. Feeling comfortable Sharing the fact that... I had an abortion. This time... Was so hard. And... I just knew that... I couldn't do it. I was so grateful for Lowell... Being who he is, you know? And looking at the situation and... You know, saying, like, this isn't, this isn't realistic. And I knew he was right. But it was, it just went back to that whole thing of, you know, you, I think you have this idea in your head about, you know, people that have abortions. This preconceived notion about abortions. And I know that (laughs) there's, there's a lot of people that can sit and tell me I'm I'm a terrible human for choosing what I did, but I don't feel terrible. Not now. I, I had a fight for me, something I I've realized I've realized a lot in the last little while. We have to choose ourselves. We have to, you know, fight for ourselves. Because sometimes we're not going to have other people that are going to fight for us. They're going to choose us. That's something that I didn't realize until, you know, recently. That that's a big fear of mine. And something that I struggle with is that I put these walls up and boundaries up because people never choose me and they hadn't for a large chunk of my life. And it put me into this place where I was in survival mode. And, you know, during all that, I just felt like I was alone that, you know, no one chooses me and I'm just like, gonna roll with it. You know, when shit gets bad, this is just the way it is. I'm just gonna keep... keep going. I realize that I don't... I don't have to be in that place anymore. I've been choosing me for a long time. I've been fighting for myself. So many times I... I look back now and I can see all these different places where I, I fought a lot of depression and sadness and all these, these negative thoughts because I just, I thought I was alone. I, I didn't think I was worth it. Having the realization that, you know, I I am worth it. I've been doing hard things for a long time. You know, I, I started choosing me way early on in life. I just never, I never knew that. I never was really shown that. The person that I was. Four years ago. In trying to keep myself safe. In trying to make these hard decisions. For me. You know. I couldn't have. I couldn't have. Made some of those hard. Hard decisions and choices. If I hadn't been choosing me all along. If I hadn't had a large part of me that was in survival mode because it taught me how to fight. Being in survival mode your entire life changes you. It changes you in ways that you don't even realize or even can like comprehend that this is, there's these, these parts of you that have impacted you so much because you're just trying to stay alive and fight for yourself. Something that I've realized just recently, you know, a lot of, a lot of me that I carry around with me, that I did carry around with me, was this, this person that was in survival mode. I don't have to be in survival mode anymore. I I have a, the most beautiful people around me that love me and care about me and continue to choose me and fight for me. I have so many people in my life that I 100% trust. No questions asked. I haven't realized that. I didn't realize that until just recently. That is this crazy feeling to realize that this part of me, this version of me that has been there for so long. That helped me get through. That experience four years ago. She gets to. She gets to make room. For this new version of me. This new version of me that. You know. Knows all these things. Knows that I can. Handle hard situations. That I can. Be victorious. That. Everything that I have right now. like I have because of me. Because I've been fighting for it. Because I... I started choosing me. I manifested this. I created this world that I have. You know, and all these people. In my life. I... I don't think I realize that. How much... A large part of me has just been still living in survival mode. And then I'm, you know, wanting more out of my life. I'm wanting more in so many different areas. My expansion has just grown so much. But then there's like this part of me in the back of my head that's like, well, when is she going to hit the fan? Because this is pretty great. But you know that this is, you're, you're not worth it. No one no one sticks around, no one chooses you. I'm in this like scarcity place because again, I've been in survival mode my whole life. And it's been like extra survival mode in the last like ten years because of different things that have gone on. That if I hadn't had that survival mode, background. I don't know if I would have gone through it. That survival mode served me so beautifully. And, you know, it it brought me to this place. You know, it, it helped me, you know, protect myself. It helped me protect the people that I love and care about. But that's not me anymore. And I don't... I don't need that. And that's a real crazy feeling. To realize that... You know, the person that I was four years ago. That person that was... That felt all that shame and guilt. Over... You know, getting pregnant. Over choosing to have an abortion. None of that. I couldn't have gotten through any of that without who I was. I'm I'm really grateful for who I am. I'm grateful for you know the the people in my life that have showed up who continue to show up, you know, that have given me so much love and grace and space to feel everything, to know all these things about me and still choose me. Lowell has been seriously one of the most beautiful humans that I've ever had in my life. And I think in a lot of ways, having him, you know, it, it started a different path for me too. But then it's like, I I sit and think too, you know, me being in survival mode, even in my relationship with him, that puts blocks up, you know, if you're always waiting for the, the shoe to drop. How can you really enjoy everything that's right now? How can you really open up and be like, hey, universe, I want more? When you've got all these blocks up because you're in this mode of, you know, this mode that doesn't serve you. I think it's really easy to get into places in our lives where. We get into a mode that, you know, it's serving us. For whatever reason. But I think we need to pay attention to when things change. When we don't need to be in that spot anymore. When we realize that's not who we are today. So... Kind of my thought for to thought for today. I'm I'm really grateful, like I said, for who I am today. For that version of me, the survival version of me. I'm real grateful for what she's done for my life. I'm also really grateful to say I'm closing that chapter. That I'm opening my life up to so much more. We can all do that. We all just have to make choices. So think about what choices you're making and how they, you know, impact your life. Good ways, bad ways, all of it. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it so much. We're coming up in this next month is a, is a year that I've been doing this and it's, it feels pretty great. So thank you for all the love and support and sharing and just being you. So have a wonderful Tuesday. Find some ways to add positivity to our crazy world and take a look and see what, where you're at and maybe maybe you need to let things go too. I didn't realize I did, but I'm real grateful that I realized it now. So I love y'all and I will talk to you next week.